Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. It's warm-up It is warm-up. Tabletop questions. Listeners, I'm holding two cards up for Jesse to look mm-hmm. at, and I'm going to tell him to choose my left hand or my right hand, and okay. I will ask him a question. So here you go. Two cards are up in my hands. Which do you want, my left hand or my right hand? I'm going to go with your right. Okay. Question. Which long-lost childhood object would you most like to find? Oh. I know. That's a really <laughs> good question. Oh, there's two. Oh, okay. So one is my original Optimus Prime <sighs> Transformer. You know, when they were made so, of metal. Like there was heft to it, right? Kuya, not plastic. Yeah, there was heft to it. And, you know, we move and things are in the basement and then things get chucked away and then you never see them again. And I'm not like some people that things were kept in the basement and then suddenly there's an eBay gold mine downstairs. <laughs> None of that exists, unfortunately. And so I would really like my original Optimus Prime back. But the other is actually my Merlin game. Do you remember the game Merlin? That sounds familiar. It was this kind of like electronic game that you would actually have to mimic patterns and responses and stuff like that. And they had like, you know, you could play X's and O's on it or whatever the case may be. I just absolutely loved it. It thrilled and entertained me for a good year. And it was so funny because when I got it Christmas Day, it was like it needed batteries. Thankfully, you have them? Had oh my God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I just played it until the batteries ran out, and then it was like, it was battery after battery after battery. At that point, it basically looked like a giant cell phone, a flip-up cell phone. Oh my gosh. You know, in the 1980s, and I'll have to find you like a picture of this. And you would just play a a bunch of different games. And one of them that I loved the most probably was see if you could recreate these random, you know, digits kind of coming up. And so then you would have to kind of put it back in in the same order, and they would just get progressively faster and faster and faster until you weren't good at it. You know, I just had fun with that game. So those are the two things that I would really want back. Oh my gosh. My Merlin... More for nostalgia and then the heft of my Transformers. I would totally play with that. Yeah. You know, Optimus Prime. Yeah, I, ha- totally. I have two, and I'm going to jump off with you. I had Shockwave. He was a tape deck, not Blaster. Oh. He was he was purple, right? And the best part, his guns were like batteries. Oh Do you my remember God, what I'm talking about? It's a good sings. one. I, I don't know where it went. I got it on sale at like a Herbie's. For like twelve dollars, oh Kuya, right? And it came with the Condor wow. tape, yeah. but like I really liked it. So yeah, I missed that. The other thing is, I remember asking for this, and I don't remember owning it. But Mom's like, "We did buy it for you." My parents bought me a Snoopy sco- snow cone machine for Christmas. <laughs> I don't remember it. My mom's like, "We bought it." I go, "No, I'm sure you did." And then when I saw people, I think I saw it at a party when I was residence advisor at King's Inn. Someone had bought a Snoopy Soko machine. We just added vodka and like colored all the snow ice. But I was oh thinking about God. it because I was trying to explain what Hollow Hollow was to Delaney Mac. It's like shaved ice. And I'm like, I don't have a shaved ice machine. But then I was thinking of my Snoopy Snow Cone machine. I'm like, oh, you're going to dumb oh that and do gosh, that. Wow. So 
I wish I had those two items. You and I would have played with our toys each other. Yeah, yeah our Transformers, because more than meets the eye. <sighs> and then, of course, we'd be playing games, and then you'd be making I'd make, me, yeah, like, we'd have snacks. Like a cone. Of course. Right, exactly. You ready? <laughs> exactly. My left hand or right hand? Okay, let's go with your left All this right. time. Who would you like to trade places for for one month? Just says who. Oh, for who would you like to trade one, places for who? one month? For one month. One month. That's a bit of time. Let me think about this, Sigs, because one month, maybe I might be able to make some changes. Oh, look at you. Um, in the world. So who, what kind of changes would I want to make? Okay, of course I could make the changes politically, but I wonder if there's other ways of being able to make changes and stuff like that. You know, I think I would want to change places with Anna Wintour just for a month. And lead up to the September issue. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, as the lead up to the September issue, I would see if I could maybe incorporate even more representation and turn the fashion industry on its head and making some positive changes for body image and stuff like that. So that's who I think think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to just kind of like say, nope, and have my glasses on all the time. With a drink? With with a big cup of drink? uh -uh. With my big latte, I think it would be hilarious. And yet at the same time, I'd be able to have some interesting influence in that And you'd be in New York. I mean, how how can you not? Condé Nast building. Oh my God, I would love it. Love it. That would be a dream position to take on for a month. I think I would, who's running Apple right now? Oh, Tim Cook. Is it Tim Cook? I didn't want to say his name. I was like, is Tim something? I would take his place for a month and I would totally be dirty. I'd be like, okay, let's make these iPhones affordable. Yes. I would totally like, you know what? Oh my God. It was like, what? 12, 13 month plan to now own like the newest iPhone. I know. It's crazy. I would have just been like, there's minis for a reason. Or I'd be like the 12s and the 11s. They're going to be really dirt cheap. Yeah. Just for the heck of it. I'm like, they're ubiquitous. After pandemic, I think there needs to be infrastructure to make sure that Internet's available for everybody. Yes. And, you know, they could totally, they could do good. Well, imagine if the internet was a public resort, right? You know? I think it needs to take time, but I think it could happen. I really do. I don't know how, but... I think it's going to happen. I know that this is a warm-up, but I just have to say, I think it's actually going to happen. Because at some point, electricity became a public utility. That's right. Thank you. Yes. And so, electricity and water... I think to myself, the information highway has to become a public utility at some point where then we have to think about prices and accessibility and that people deserve accessibility. You know, it's not just paid for, but you deserve to have that information. And it's interesting when you look at public libraries, or at least here in the Toronto Public Library, that giving out pocket Wi-Fis is a way of being able to actually help people and put people on equal footing with respect to accessing information and getting books and having cultural entertainment and being on top of the pop culture landscape and blah, 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 blah. So I would totally support that swap, not only just with Tim Cook, but anyone. Oh, please, you know, I'd have a big package for you. I'd be like, Quia, we're going to have like every single stuff we need for the podcast. It would be fantastic. We'll just flood it up. And I'd make sure all of our friends would be connected. I'm like, well, you need to know the latest one because we're all connected. Of course, of course. I love it. All right, last round. Left or right? Okay. Uh, Let's go left again. Left. This is an interesting one. What was your most memorable meal ever? That's well, interesting. It was what is your my, most memorable meal um, ever? I remember it. I okay. remember it. It was at a restaurant that no longer exists, and it was called Devon Slay, and it was in North Scarborough. And it was the first time that 
I had ever actually eaten at what would be now considered five and even six stars. No way. So what was that like? And the reason why I remember it is this is because my dad at the time had received a generous bonus from the company that he was working for because he had made a modification to the assembly, you know, line that he was working on that saved, I think, literally millions and millions and millions of dollars for this factory. Oh my gosh. And so because of that, they had recognized his ingenuity and creativity and said, you know, treat your family out and treat them out to this five-star restaurant. And so he took us out and it was incredible. It was like, at that point, I had only thought about what five-star service could look like, but it was like, here we were experiencing it. White glove service and all your meals being served at the same time. Not just kind of like who ordered the rack of right. lamb and who ordered this. It's like, they didn't even need to ask. Four servers came out, served it all in front of our entire family and one of our guests that my sister brought along. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And it was just like, I drank up the scenery because it was like, I don't know Fancy. going to be here yeah. again. Yeah, because I think I was like maybe 24, 25, I think at the time. Oh my gosh. And I was so proud of my dad because it was like, we're finally experiencing the finer things. And it was like, wow, like look at my dad's hard work kind of pay off. And he was very pleased to do that. So, and it was just both meaningful and symbolic of what my dad had experienced in terms of being recognized at work and being seen at work. Yeah. And then just kind of like, oh my gosh, this is what five-star service is all about. And then everything else just paled in comparison. Oh my so, gosh. So anyways, that is a, the, one of the most memorable dinners I've ever had in my life. That like takes a cake. Oh, it's so hard because I've gone to so many places and eaten so many things. Mm. It's just those feelings. But you know what? I remember being about, I think I was about 10 or 11. And my parents would be like, okay, we're going to go out for a nice dinner. And mm. it was just a shame. My dad's like, the keg had opened in St. Catharines. And I was like, we're going to take you to the keg. And I'm like, okay. And my dad's like, it's going to be a big deal. Mm. I'm like, why is it a big deal? He goes, because you know what? We're going to get dressed up. And it was so low. I mean, this doesn't compare it to yours. Mm. But I remember being like, oh, I got to use a steak knife. And mom's like, okay, like there's going to be broccoli. And they're just prepping me. They're like, we want you to be <laughs> able to go out and we're going to have steak for dinner and it's going to be great. And mom's like, so they're going to ask you and I remember I'm like they're gonna ask you how you want your meat I'm like oh like it's not gonna be so charred like you guys do and mom's like <laughs> enough so I was like oh so I can say like medium right mom's like yeah yes. I say rare my mom's like that's like really bloody I'm like rare means bloody she's like yeah but <laughs> I just remember my parents being with kid gloves with this 10 year old version of me going oh we're going out to dinner I we're going to nice and it was just like I remember just going and then you know the napkins and you tucked into your lap and mom's like okay mm. you're ready to order and I was just so like I want not burnt they're like okay <laughs> like medium right. and I remember it just because it was my parents like it's a big deal we're gonna go out we're gonna get go out for like a formal meal and it was just me my brother didn't go and yeah I just thought it was quite sweet that's still fancy you know what I mean? like when you're wonderful you know, and still wonderful in the 80s, right? yeah yeah and also kind of understanding how to eat so growing up in a Filipino household, yeah. we're so used to an, a fork and a spoon. And suddenly, how do you eat with a knife and a fork? And I remember that too. We, my parents, my father said, you all need to learn how to exactly. eat with a knife and a fork. Yeah. And so they took us to Ponderosa. Yeah, exactly. You know, for a good, like every Fridays, we would be going to Ponderosa for a good year or so, right? Yeah. Just to learn how to do that. And I was like, I was really thankful because then when I would be at friends' places for exactly. dinner, like that, it was like, I actually knew how to, like I, I wouldn't be asking for the spoon. It would be like, oh, I fit in. I know how to eat with Exactly. Just that like Western that, culture. So. But yeah. 
Well, that was amazing. You warmed up. I thought that was a bit of a I'm fun totally tabletop questions up. with you and me. Love that. I'd love that. We'll revisit again. Get to do that again. Absolutely. Now, folks, if you have any ideas for any future warm ups, we'd love to hear you. Email us at hollowhollowpopculture at gmail.com. The Hollow Hollow podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Read us and leave a review. Our Twitter handle is at hollowhollowpop, and on Instagram, we are at hollowhollowpopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Cheltering, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you soon. Do you want steak now? I totally mm. would do for the steak. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes. Talk to you guys later. See you soon. <laughs>